I'm very bold. I know that. Before the devil steals this thought out of you, while the inspiration, while the anointing is there. Thank you, Lord. Hello. You have to press in. You have to press on. You have to go on. Starting is great, Proverbs says, but finishing is better. <laughs> Finish what you start. Our God has been so wild lately. He doesn't seem to listen. He doesn't obey my commands, and we can't even bribe him with treats. He's gotten so out of hand, he may even have to be put down. God is not the problem here. The problem is the people who want to be the leader of the pack. We reintroduce God. We retrain people. You're listening to The God Whisperers. <laughs> Welcome to The God Whisperers. I'm Craig D'Onofrio. <laughs> so we're with Slain in the Spirit over there. <laughs> Holy laughter. <laughs> okay, I'm Bill Swirla. <laughs> this is what you pay for, folks. Special guest, Robert Tilton. <laughs> <laughs> the Tootin Pastor. Tootin Tilton himself. Tootin Tilton. Pastor Gas. <laughs> <laughs> Farting Preacher. Oh, man. Yes, indeed. We, we that, may... that beats the Flarp episode. Huh. <laughs> Got to learn how to stick your stick up. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh, gosh. Wow. Uh, the, <laughs> the God Whispers Hotline, 626-593-7713. 626 7713 spells manly doctors 13 and all the other good stuff there swirly Where I just I would rather be safe than sorry. Attention! <laughs> you you, you really have no idea what's going to happen on this one. Cooler alert! Attention! The following segment contains a home schooler alert. Attention! <laughs> the following segment contains a home schooler alert. There, I feel as though we've done our due diligence. You know, uh, we are practicing safe internet radio now. I, I was thinking that that we, we really should uh, do at some point in the near future an episode of needless censorship. Yes, yeah, we we've you know, been talking you, about this. That's where you just on. you blank out words arbitrarily, random words, and it sounds worse that way than what you actually said. Yes, yeah. Now we we got to do the needless censorship. <laughs> edition of the god well, maybe, and we could be getting there this episode this this uh, this, this episode would be needful <laughs> you know what i would suggest that we do is we take one of harrison's seasonal videos that he puts out <laughs> <laughs> and do a jimmy kimmel on do it. jimmy kimmel on it <laughs> Great. That would be Oh, really... the president of the Lutheran Church of Missouri oh, Synod. What a mouth. Goodness. Holy cow. Hey, there's some pistachios over there. Maybe we should get in a second half. We'll crack open we'll the crack pistachios. We'll crack open the pistachios. They're that'll good, be, too. That'll be good. Yeah. Um, on the internet, godwhispers.com.org, godwhispers at gmail.com, godwhispers on Facebook, and on Twitter. 
What are you drinking over there? This is my daily virgin cocktail of Sprite Zero <laughs> and passion fruit concentrate. Sprite? Wait, wait, wait. Sprite Zero and passion fruit cocktail. Concentrate. Concentrate. Yeah. It's your virgin cocktail. This is uh, something I've been drinking for a couple of months now, and I'm... I'm and have, you, have you noticed anything? Yeah, uh, it tastes great. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not drinking this for any health benefit, aside from the fact that it's low calorie. You know, you know how much I like tequila. Yes, I, I, was, I, I was, do. I, I, was, I was thinking the other day, Gatorade and, and tequila would actually work together really well. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of trying it. I'm thinking you should try the five-hour energy drink extra, no, no, extra powerful with no. with the tequila. I you will be a wide awake drunk. I don't, I don't, I don't drink that. That that stuff like it totally subverts an entire week of my blood pressure medication. <laughs> do that. Yeah, if you have if you have blood pressure oh, issues, I no, can't no, recommend no, that. No, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, what are we going to talk? What's on? What's what? What do we have on tap today? We never, we never. <laughs> Inquire no more, yeah. feral beast. Well, what's 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 on the uh, what's on the agenda? We've got today? a Nagel sermon that we were supposed to get to last week, but we're maybe going to get to it this week. Well, you know, j- just to, just to kind of wet wet the appetite a little bit. In the name of Jesus. There you go. There that, you that go. should get you started. There's so. a good start right yeah. there. Prime the pump. Uh, we've got uh, some Heidelberg disputation to finish up, perhaps. We do. No, we should. I want to finish up Heidelberg today. We have uh, some Holy Trinity Sunday stuff. I've got some. I have. I have some. Uh, some Holy Trinity hymns. And uh, we have some posts on Facebook that we won't talk about. In particular, a man in Japan cooking and serving his own genitals. No, see, we weren't even yeah. supposed to go there. You, and you went there. You, you, I'm not going to get into the we details. Talked, we discussed this before we started recording. I am we just were not now going there. starting to not but, feel suicidal. But after reading yeah, that, that, that was horrifying. That, it was. It was. But but moving away from that ever so slightly, there yeah. are some interesting things on the internet. Oh yeah, we we have uh, also yes yes yes. Well, I've the, got one. I've Christianity got one. is being completely undone. Oh okay, you're gonna do that one first? No no, go ahead and do whatever. Well, I you're do, up to. The, the, there's just you know uh, all the you, you remember Effing Gate on on uh, Facebook? Yes and, and yes. Uh, friend Donovan and all that. Um, just saw a thing. I, I think it's legit. Gate. <laughs> <laughs> priest priest apologizes for dropping f bomb on Facebook. What a wuss! Well, no, I mean proof that up. Episcopalians are a bunch of little girls. Well, yeah, it, it, he is. He is. Uh, he is Anglican, not Episcopalian. Same Anglican, thing. British. What's the difference? One month. One month after he warned about the employment pitfalls of internet oversharing. <laughs> You think? In a newsletter to his congregation, <laughs> a parish priest apologized for his own inappropriate comments posted on Facebook and now finds his own job in danger, according to the UK Telegraph. Quote, this is what he posted. See, you tell me if you think this is out of line, okay? Quote, I think I will put my feet up. I've done F all day other than jazz lesson and visit a friend. I hear the fizz of tonic in my gin beckoning. Jazz lesson? Jazz lesson. What's a jazz lesson? I, I guess he plays a musical instrument and he was taking a jazz lesson. Well, there's a problem. I, I have a hard time with that. What, why? It, it's too vague, jazz lesson. Yeah. I, I okay. don't know. Maybe that, that is means it jazz some, dance? Is maybe it liturgical it means, dance? Maybe it means something else. Oh, something Elka. <laughs> Could mean something Elka. This is Canon Paul Shackerley. 
They are in fellowship. Vicar of the Minster Church of St. George in Doncaster in Northern England. I think I will put my feet up. I've done F all day. I've, I've seen worse from our friends. Uh, well, I'm still hung up on the jazz lessons thing because I'm, I'm imagining jazz dance. Seeing him Could in be. tights, you Could know, be. liturgical Could dance be. kind of thing. That, you know, I didn't think. I was thinking. I was like jazz guitar, jazz oh, trumpet, see, jazz that, keyboard. That might be okay. You were thinking men in tights. Well, I, we're talking Anglicans. Okay, I'm just saying. Okay. Can oh, oh, oh! He dropped an f bomb. Is that what you're getting at? Yes. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> Another one of his comments on a friend's Facebook post was, 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 I, I, I don't know what he said here. Well, I, I'm guessing it rhymes with hiss. Ah, yes. Myself, you are so funny. And this gets him in trouble. This is, you know, this is in the King James Bible. Pisseth against a wall. It's all over the place. It is? Yes. No. Go read your King James. I'm looking it up right Google now. Google pisseth King James. You will see it. Occupy the air for a while. And especially it. against I'm, a wall. I don't know why against I'm a wall. Go, I'm going in. Old Testament, Elizabethan English. I don't know I'm, I'm what go, the text is all I'm about go, here. I'm going into accordance. Go for it. I'm, I'm, I'm going uh, in. Against, against the wall. Pisseth? Pisseth, yes. You know, anyone who's upset because I you said it. You are absolutely it, right. You know, you are more righteous than the King James Bible if you're offended first, for me saying first that. First Samuel. So you may go 22. pisseth against a wall for so, a and God more also, so, so and more also do God unto the enemies of David, if I leave all that pertain to him by the morning light, any that pisseth against the wall. There you go. It's in there like five or six times or six, something. Six times. Six you times. Ab- you know, See? you don't know a lot of Bible. But you know that stuff. I know the vulgar stuff. Yes, you do. <laughs> Believe me. You know, this seems to be a Ezekiel common... Ezekiel 23, 20, 21, most rude... Wait a minute. Excellent verses. I'll tell you. This is how I test a new translation. I, I go a... straight to Ezekiel, and if it is crass and disgusting... I've got a brilliant a translation idea for, for, the, uh, for the cover art for this episode. Uh-oh. The album cover of Who's Next? Uh, I don't remember. That's where that. they're all pissing against the wall. Ah, pissing. But excuse but the, me. But this is uh, there's a consistency though. It's the entire phrase, pisseth against a wall. Yeah, and it keeps popping up. I don't know what the against the wall thing is. I, I mean, what's 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 so bad about that versus on a bush or or a shrub? A sh- I don't know. Or just out in the open. Or in a ditch. I yeah. Or just on the ground. I don't know. We but, need, but it's, it's pisseth against the wall. We need an Old Testament guy to elucidate on this. I think we need Schreber. Um, or yeah, yeah, I need Hummel. Somebody get Hummel, Hummel on the be, phone. Yes. I, I want to get that Anglican priest on the phone. We, we need a Skype call with that guy. Yeah, Maybe we he do. can drop a few choice F bombs while we're talking to him. Well, and it's not Say, just Dude, that. you're in good company. <laughs> but we need to get him to attra- retract his apology on this whole. <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with you, man? <laughs> you know what? Are your people more righteous than the received text itself? <laughs> the, the, uh, the authorized text? The authorized text. Yeah, I mean, you've you got to understand, there are Mennonites out there that, that are, are offended by his retraction of that apology. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> 
Mennonites out there? I don't know. They seem like old old pisseth, King James types. I'm, I, I am really impressed that you, you remembered this. These are the things from seminary that I recall. That and the other vulgarities of the Bible. It looks like the, the, the word is shin or shatan. To he, urinate. He that shatans against a wall. To urinate. <clears throat> but but I don't know what the wall business is. I don't about. know. You're gonna have to, but that's in all six usages. And it's, it's, all, against a wall. it's all in First Samuel and First and Second Kings. For the whole house of Ahab shall perish, and I will cut off from Ahab him that pisseth against the wall. <laughs> and him that is shut up and left in Israel. I've, you know, Suddenly, who I mean, wrote that? Where, where is that from? That's Second Kings nine eight. Now let, let me let me see what happens when it goes into the ESV. For the whole house of Ahab shall perish, and I will. I'm cut thinking off. the the author of the text. Wow! Wow! Whoa! Hold Whoa. it! Hey! Ho! It it just it, it could this be a mistranslation? The ESV has no notion of pissing. Yeah. For example, the verse you cited, well, the verse I just read, for the whole house of Ahab shall perish, and I will cut off from Ahab every male bond or free in Israel. Now, if male means one who pisseth against the wall, we're on to something huge here. Because a, well, a woman I, I, can't pisseth against a wall. So God can't cut off a woman? What? I don't know. Where, where, you, where are you going cut off. <laughs> And back to Japan. Oh, back. <laughs> Full circle. Yeah. Well done, sir. Let's see. NIV. <laughs> NIV. This qualifies as a Bible study. Every last male. Male. But see, the, 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 the weird thing is there is no, there's no male here. Well, in, in the Hebrew text, it's, it's, it has to do with pissing. Well, can women pisseth against a wall? No. Like, they can lean against a wall. They can lean against a wall while pissing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is taking a bad turn here. <laughs> I'm glad I threw that out early. But, oh, my goodness. But I'm throwing another one out. The following segment contains a homeschooler alert. Yes, we are in one of these moods. Attention. Holy cow. The following segment contains a homeschooler alert. Okay, so I just want to throw this out here. Anyone who's out there, I, I'm offended, dumbfounded here, offended or horrified by I'm this, dumbfounded. Your beef is not with the God whispers; it's with the Word of God. The That's King, what your beef with is. the King James. Is that not the Word of God as much as any other translation? Pretty much. Man, is it less the Word of God than the say, the, ESV? the ASV has man child, man child. Yeah, you see, they all go. They all go. Male, which I, I'm actually rather proud proud of that the Hebrew urinate against a wall gets translated as male. <laughs> it's like, but of course, duh. You know, but there, but there, here, are, there, okay. there is a Hebrew word for male. Yes, there is. <laughs> it's not like, and it's and it's not in this text. I'm no. telling you, <laughs> the, the, the the phrase the the phrase is is mishatin bakid. Is that is that is that yes yeah that is to 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 urinate on the wall, <laughs> and so. <laughs> As far as, <laughs> I mean, I'm utterly fascinated. You know, it, all these translations obscure it. Isn't that the truth? I, I know there are people who are going to be thrilled at this discovery. 
<laughs> well, I'm glad that I could provide some substance to the God Whispers. Great. Finally. Yeah, I have contributed is, something more than this. This is a stellar this is a stellar <laughs> <laughs> So much for the, we got to get this priest on the show. Um, now speaking <laughs> speaking of uncovering things in the text uh, you found something that's going to overturn Christianity. Itself. Oh yes, 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 yes. Wait, let me let me find this now, here. Now, get, get us a, get us a reference. I, I went back to uh, this is our our to buddy Tutin Tilton there. Now this is this is uh, from the all knowing, all authoritative source of WorldNet Daily, <laughs> which is there you go, which is one step lower than the National Enquirer these days, but it's conservative. It is. That's so right. it, it's got to be real, right? Enquire no more, you feral beast. <laughs> I, I, Iran discovery will collapse Christianity. Iran. 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 Okay. Yeah, this Iran. is in, not an Iraq, but an Iran. Iran. How's that? Uh, says Turkish w- was Bible it, has... Was Iran named after the iPod? I, I, had a, I had some friends who left when the Shah was deposed. I did too. And very... A co-worker. Be- a co-worker at Berkeley. Very beautiful girl in college oh. who happened to be Muslim. Otherwise, oh. I would have been after her like no tomorrow because she was gorgeous. Of course, now she probably has a full beard and is <laughs> built much like me. But still... Uh, <laughs> uh, very kind of Jack Muslim crowd. Anyway, she she did this whole this whole uh, spiel on uh, how Iran from Iran was kind of her whole yes. thing. Yes, during was, the it Shah. Was good. Yeah, yeah. No, well, after, she, after she the re, Shah. did she return to Iran a, after the Shah? No, was no, deposed? no, no, no. Her family left when the Shah was deposed. They said we're out of here. Oh, they went the other way. Yes. Ah, I, I know somebody who went back. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, never to be heard from again. That's right. Yes, yes. yes. His name was Darush, and and he worked in the same lab as I did. Every time you mentioned the Shah, he'd spit on the floor, which is really obnoxious when you're working in a laboratory, you know. Uh-huh. But he'd spit on the floor. He said, Darush, knock it off, okay? But but so the Shah gets deposed. Darush says, you know, Iran is back in pure hands. Goes back to Iran. Ah, slight miscalculation. <laughs> The intellectuals and the educated, especially the American educated, not so welcome there by the, the uh, Ayatollahs. And so never to be heard you from You know what them. the Ayatollah said? Never to be heard from again. Here's what the Ayatollah said. Inquire no more, you feral <laughs> beast. That's exactly you right. So, but what's this, what's this thing in, in worldnetdaily.com? So, so this is all kind of confusing. Yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll just kind of read through it real quick as fast as I can here. Iran's Basij Press, <laughs> okay, clearly a quality yeah. press. Yeah, that's it. Is claiming a purported gospel of Barnabas discovered in 2000 will prove that Islam is the final and righteous religion, causing the collapse of worldwide Christianity or worldwide of Christianity, rather. Exactly. <laughs> It goes on to say... Turkey confiscated the text. Now, I don't know how a turkey gets a hold of the text anyway, but some turkey got a hold of it, right? Written on animal hide. Here's the the only thing turkey is known for. Ah, the glories of hashish. As a matter of fact, let's just leave that running here. Well, we... 
uh, uh, written on animal hide in an anti-smuggling operation. Turkish authorities believe it could be the unauthentic version of the Gospel of Barnabas by the apostle known for his travels with the Apostles Paul. Yeah, the the. Uh, the the operative word is uh, could be. The text was could written, be an authentic version the text of a was, gospel that probably didn't exist. The text was written in the fifth or sixth century. Well, wait. Barnabas traveled with Paul. Uh, uh, probably died by about 100 A.D. at the latest. Yeah. And this text was written in the fifth or sixth, sixth century. century. You mean you mean the same century as Muhammad? And that's what's amazing is it predicts the coming of the prophet Muhammad. No. Yes. No. Yes. You know what? I'm going to be a prophet I'm right pro- now. I'm, I'm prophesying that America will have a president named Barack Hussein Obama. There. It can't happen. Thus saith the Lord God <laughs> Almighty, it shall happen. There. Oh. Funny how that worked. The Christian world, it says, denies the existence of such a gospel. Another known Barnabas gospel dates to the late 16th century, which, wait, wait, wait. which would post the bus. Muhammad, you think? 16th century? Yes. In the Barnabas text held by Turkey, chapter 41 states, God has hidden himself as Archangel Michael random Adam and Eve out of heaven. And when Adam turned, he noticed at the top of the gateway to heaven, it was written, La Allah, 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 Muhammad, Rasul, Allah. <laughs> Don't say that in a TSA line. That's all I can say. <laughs> Meaning Allah is the only God and Muhammad is his prophet. Adam and Eve saw this when they were cast out of heaven. I'm, Wait, du- I'm dumbfounded. They were cast out of heaven? Rufus, what do you think about this? I think he's retching. What, what, what's going on over there, pal? This is a nation that obeyeth not the voice of the Lord their God, nor receiveth correction. Or pisseth against the wall. (laughs) I'll never be able to read the King James without cracking up. Anyway, it goes on from there. The Gospel of Barnabas. Uh, Our faith is... Adam and and Eve, the gates of, of, of the garden, predicted Muhammad the prophet. Is that is that is that what is that what you're saying? More or less, yeah. Amazing. And this is going to overturn Christianity. I'm feeling undone already. <laughs> yeah, well. I'm I'm an agnostic now. <laughs> I Squeal like a pig for me. <laughs> That's all I got to say to that one. Yeah, it, it just babbles endlessly about more of this kind of stuff. And I, I'm, you know what I'm can, more can interested we, in? Can we get so- shut up? <laughs> the pink- <laughs> Ooh, those heavens were shut up. In faith, breaking through, breaking through, break. And she proved God. God has something better than where you are right now. And their place in him as the... Hallelujah. And that's pretty much my take on the Gospel of Barnabas, right? Gospel there. of Barnabas. Yes, yes, yes. Let's see, I, let's see if we can get the lowdown on the gospel. I want to get this. I want to get this. This, this condemning stuff. We we could get. I want to get this, uh, this cussing Anglican on. on oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Board. See if you can track him down. Um, what, what church is he from? There, some some place in Northern England. They they we have, have connections. 
Get Henning. Get Henning on this. Henning's got a funny accent. Well, he's, he's southern hemispherical, but I don't think he, he doesn't like the British. Now, well, that's because his accent is somewhere between them and 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 Danish. Or <laughs> Careful. Something. They, they, Careful. <laughs> don't provoke him. Okay. That, Just, uh, you know what? He, he's like four thousand. Uh, no, he's like what seventy thousand miles away. How far away is South Africa? Long ways. Yeah, like one hundred and fifty thousand light years away. So <laughs> light, light years. I don't know. He's, he's way the heck out. There. So somebody is seriously claiming that this is going to overturn Christianity. That the, the, they the, they basically have found an older copy of the Gospel of Barnabas. Yeah, um, that, that dates back to the sixth century. Uh, prophesying about the coming of the prophet yeah, here's the Muhammad. here's the lowdown. Two manuscripts are known to have existed, both dated to the late sixteenth century and written respectively in you'll like this Italian and in Spanish. Hmm. Yeah. There's also a good marinara recipe. <laughs> <laughs> Although the Spanish manuscript is now lost. Yeah, go figure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and with it, Paella went into the dark ages. That, yeah, well, that's, that's right. Can't trust the Spaniards to hang hey, on Rufus. to anything. Rufus, shut up. Come here. It's text surviving only in a partial 18th century transcript. It's about the same length as the four canonical gospels put together. That's a long sucker. The Italian manuscript has 222 chapters. You know it's heretical because it's too long. No, because it's Italian. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, well, there's that. Yeah, there's that. Compared with 16 I'm not going to argue with you on that one. With the bulk being devoted to an account of Jesus' ministry, much of it harmonized from accounts also found in the canonical Gospels. In some key respects, it conforms to the, get it now, Islamic interpretation of Christian origins and contradicts the New Testament teachings of Christianity. 16th century. Do you think? Do you think that that? Do you think the Iranians are capable of hoaxes and forgeries? Does the King James Bible predate this? <laughs> Pisseth against the wall. Yeah, it, it does. <laughs> now, this should not be confused with the surviving Epistle of Barnabas, nor with the surviving Acts of Barnabas. Those are those are considerably older. I think what we have here is, remember Donald Rumsfeld when, when we first engaged in the Iraq war where he talked about we're dealing with world-class liars. He, he, well. <laughs> of course, yeah, Rumsfeld and Cheney <laughs> sort of met the man. Or were I, up to, they were thinking, up to the task. Consider the, the source here. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, well. You know what, though? 16th century. It takes one to know one. That's all that I can say. 16th century. So, of course, yeah, you know, the earliest document mentioned in Barnabas' Gospel is generally agreed to correspond with the one found in the two known manuscripts is reported to be contained in the Morisco Manuscript in Madrid, written about 1634 by, get it, wait for it, Ibrahim al-Taibili in Tunisia. Paul is calling me. <laughs> I understand that guy was was on the original TSA no-fly list. <laughs> I better text Paula to let her know that we're recording so she won't disturb me. Oh, good gravy. <laughs> and this makes world worldnetdaily.com or whatever. What was that? What, what were you reading there? WND, yeah. WND. Aren't so, they the, somebody posted aren't they this. the birthers? I don't know. Yeah, probably. 
Although it sounds like the Supreme Court might be coming birthers also. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> that, that would be exciting. you have any out music? Uh, yeah, we've got about five seconds before I've got to get on that. I can. Uh, you, uh, you want out now? I can do. Uh, well, I, I've got. I've got Trinity hymns, but after the the course of this, now nah, we go with Dennis think, the Menace. I think Dennis the Menace is a lot better here. We'll be back. Just a jackknife has old Maggie Heath, baby, and it keeps it uh, out of sight. You know when that shark bite with his teeth, baby, scarlet billows start to spread. Fancy gloves, though. Welcome back to the God Whispers. I'm Craig D'Onofrio. And I'm Bill Swirla. Oh, I'm a little loud there. Hello. You are profundo loud. Profundo. Little Bobby Darren. Nice. I think the favorite song of my, uh, that he did uh, for me is uh, Somewhere Over the Sea. Across the Sea, Somewhere. Across the sea. That's it. Good stuff. So, <clears throat> we've talked about all sorts of disturbing things in the first half of this riveting very, episode. Very disturbing. Uh, you want to go for content on the second half or see if we can <laughs> outdo ourselves? No. I, I really think that in the interest of, I don't know what. Do we have any, any integrity left, or is, is it pretty much shot? I don't know. We're not uh, really monitored by the FDA or the FCC, so I, I think we're, yeah. we're pretty clear to... I think, uh, let's see, well, what do you want to do? We, uh, we got two things on the list here. We got Nagel, and we have Heidelberg. I lost my wedding band. Oh, no. What the heck? <laughs> this could precipitate. Oh, well. Do we keep it rolling, or do we, do we turn it off? <laughs> Well, it's not going to be any more or less lost in a half an hour. All right. So. There we go. So we're going to put out an APB on your... D- does it come off normally? I saw you playing with it. it it's it's kind of loose since I lost weight. It's kind of loose. Oh, yeah. So I, Unlike I'm always, mine, which is fused on. You have yeah, to I'm always always nervous when I go and wash my hands at a public restroom or something because sometimes it come off when you're washing yeah. your hands. You don't really no, I haven't been there. paying that close attention, but yeah. I can see you messing around with it. I'm hoping it's on the table over there with my wallet. Well, why don't we let's put let's put some nagel on nagel on, and I'll go take and a you look can over go by and, my wallet. Uh, there. Yeah, we'll just also put, we'll put some Norman nagel on. Uh, hang on, just make sure. I'll we open the in the name of Jesus. Drain out. There we go. We are back at the temple again. The Supreme Court is in session. Stones throw away from the holy of holies. A stone's throw is a Peter's throw. Jesus is again on trial. Those who had hoped to get rid of him are at it again. He wouldn't stay away. Jesus goes on 
verbing it with his name. With his name, who he is, what he is for, his work, he will save his people from their sins. The time crucified under Pontius Pilate, the place marked by the placard on the cross, Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews. But that is not the end of his Jesusing. Easter, peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands in his side. That's Jesus. The achievements of his doing his name are to be given out. Holy absolution, holy ministry, born babes, holy baptism. Easter 3, the goodness of the Lord, misericordias domini. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him. He it is that bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. But with him, in his name... Watch out. He opened their minds to understand the scriptures and said to them, Thus it is written that the Christ should suffer and on the third day rise from the dead, and that repentance and forgiveness of sin should be preached in his name to all nations beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. And they did that. Pentecost, repentance and forgiveness of sins, be baptized in the name of Jesus. Water, name, Holy Spirit. Acts 3, the lame man begging alms at the temple. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Arrested, imprisoned, arraigned. By what power or by what name did you do this? By the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead. By that name, this man is standing before you well. Jesus done his name on this man by the mouth of his servant, Peter. Full service savior, more and more, walking and leaping and praising God. The man is standing there. No one denies the miracle that does not produce faith. Those sitting there in judgment have no joy in this man's being made well. They were big on God, big on the Bible, but had not much joy of it. Their minds were closed to the Christ who would suffer and on the third day rise from the dead. They must be rather desperate people. They had recently sat in judgment on Jesus. They had no joy in such a Christ. He was a threat to their reading of Scripture law-wise. And so no joy in the Scripture no joy in a lame man made well. Sad. Is that your charge against us? Peter asked. Peter then gave them a piece of Psalm 118. Hallel Psalm that they had all quite recently sung as they kept the Passover. The judges had been careful to keep themselves clean. They themselves did not enter the Orium so that they might not be defiled, but might eat the Passover. Jesus had his Passover with his twelve, such a Passover as never was before. They sang the Hallel out to Gethsemane, 
the cup of God's wrath upon sin he would drink. He defiled with all our sins. The disciples slept. Peter denied his Lord. Same Peter knew Peter. Knew in the confidence of his Lord's words and spirit. Do not be anxious how or what you are to answer or what you are to say, for the Holy Spirit will teach you in that very hour what you ought to say. From the Hallel, with Psalm 118.22, Peter devastates them. The stone which was rejected by you builders, by which, but which has become the head of the corner. Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews then said, It has taken 46 years to build this temple, and will you raise it up in three days? But he spoke of the temple of his body. And when, therefore, he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they believed the scripture and the word which Jesus had spoken. Peter remembered the scripture, and the words which Jesus had spoken. Jesus' words are spirit and life. Filled with these, he was indeed filled with the spirit and given to say oh, what he said. <clears throat> Peter talks temple to them. You builders. To talk temple is to talk Jesus. What the whole place was there for, without him it falls to pieces. They had rejected him, not the sort of Christ they wanted. He did not fit their temple plans and projections, their running things, which could never do what only the Lord God could do, save. It takes a Jesus to do that. His name's verb, and he had done it. Peter proclaims there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven among men by which we must be saved. The most joyful news imaginable. At the point of the name of Jesus, everything is at stake. Salvation, all the goodness of the Lord. Or the opposite. Depart the name of Jesus, and salvation is nowhere else. And now, we uh, would never do that. But we might just be tempted to some uh, supplementary grounds of confidence for our lives, for the ministry he may give us to do. Do some building not quite independent of, but yet in addition to the name of Jesus. Any of that will end in rubble, in shame. For it stands in Scripture, Behold, I am laying in Zion a stone, a cornerstone, chosen and precious, and he who believes in him will not be put to shame. Stones live only as built in with the living stone. As with a vine, 
John was there too, but Peter was in full flow. He was remembering the words of Jesus, playing with his name. And now he unloads the stone, the one and only, the name of Jesus. Cornerstone, capstone of the temple. Where temple, there priests, and so sacrifices, and not the old ones, no more need of them, but now lives sacrificed to the service of his name, and so holy-spirited spiritual sacrifices. The name of Jesus, who has called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. Yesterday, we heard John doing it for the joy of it. From John's jubilati gospel, no one will take your joy from you. In Sunday's traditional gospel, these things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full. Jesus said, I have given them the words which thou gavest me. To be full of the words of Jesus is to be full of the Holy Spirit, full of boldness to confess and proclaim his wonderful deeds. What more joyful place can there be then than a seminary? In the name of Jesus... He goes on doing it. He's the one. Echav. Amen. I'm just stupefied. Every time I hear a Nagel sermon, I'm, I, it's so dense. There, there's just so much in there that I don't know if I could pack all that into a short period of time like that. Well, yeah, part of it is that he is preaching to a seminary audience yeah, that's true. Uh, that you, might you, uh, know a thing or two about the references that he's making without right. having to connect a lot of dots. Of, yeah, he, he doesn't necessarily have to translate his Greek and Hebrew every, every well, time. Well, you know, it's a little bit like the preacher to the Hebrews. Um, you, you get these allusions and these really quick connections, and, and you know, we have to have like a 500 page commentary just to kind of connect the dots right whereas his hearers would have their mental concordance would would trigger all these connections yeah they contextualize that, a lot of this that we don't yeah we don't we don't have that kind of stuff so or we don't have it as well as they do uh, john grothy was the one who said the best concordance you you can own is the one that's in your head hmm. Um, you know, and that's the whole thing behind memorizing stuff is that you're able to very quickly make these these connections. So look at all the stuff that he's connected. The upper room, the Passover, vine and branches, Pentecost, uh, what Jesus told his disciples about uh, the Holy Spirit. Um, they're being persecuted not to worry. Uh, Peter and John in front of the Sanhedrin, <laughs> which is the text. It, right. you know, he, he spends an awful, very, very little time on the text, <laughs> and he's just just drawing in. This is this is a Nagel collage, yeah, really, and and it all revolves around the name of Jesus. That's the thing that keeps everything right. everything together. Now, the real question is, what's the law in that? <laughs> Was there law? Uh, I, you know what, Paula came in, I was a little distracted. (laughs) (laughs) 
See, so, I mean, I, I just hear all the gift language, and I'm, I'm kind of stewing and basking and braising in that. Yeah, and uh, you, you get into the – with Nagel, see, it takes a while to get into – what what we as Lutherans would call the dynamic of the law and the gospel, uh, because see for Nagel a Nagel sermon is really gospel law gospel. You know we're always talking about law gospel law sermons and right, how that's bad, right. but with Nagel it's gospel law gospel. So in other words, he sets the gift up, and then he diagnoses the rejection of that gift. So if you are seeking any other name. You're out of luck. If right. you're seeking a name right. that does not do what Jesus does in his name, then you're out of luck. There, you know, there's nothing but the wrath of God. And so uh, it's exactly like what he described to me that, that uh, afternoon in his study when we were talking about. It was just after a Gerhard Ferdy lecture, actually, on law and gospel, where I asked him how he approached texts in terms of law and the gospel. Wait, wait, wait. At, at St. Louis? Uh-huh. Gerhard Ferdy? Yeah. He, 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 <sighs> oh, oh, yeah. No. no. Yes. Proof that St. Louis is a heretical seminary. He spoke there. He <gasps> gave a series of seminars. No. He did. They've also had Roman Catholics there. Those guys. Yeah. They have praise bands now, I hear. Ah, jeez. <laughs> you know, they were trying to get that going when I was there. Were they really? Yeah, and... and uh, I was even approached that's by one of the props. Be, that's got to be like a like oh, a white man's reggae band. Oh I, I mean, that's got to be just. You know, horrible. I was approached by one of the profs who was all into it. And, oh, I hear that you used to play in a Christian band. Oh yeah, Modern Mission. Music, blah blah blah. And 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 he uh, was he was another fan of Modern Mission. Uh, once no again, idea. there were three. And and so you know, he said, "Do you do you have your bass with you?" I said, "Yes." And he said, "Do you play it?" I said, "Only rock and roll and the blues." I said, "I don't play sacred music on that anymore." Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, is it not that what not I ever did was very Christian. sacred anyway, but still. You were scarred for life. Yeah, yeah. This is not for church use. This is for me rocking out. Rocking out. But, you know, I don't think that he saw much of a difference between church and rocking out anyway. So Apparently not. Yeah, practical theology. Ah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's one of the big differences, I think, between the two seminaries, if I may go there. You may. Is that, is, is that at Fort Wayne, worship is a way of life. At St. Louis, worship is part of your training, a means to an end. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so to be, you know, it's kind of a product. You know, seminaries are a little like trade schools, like DeVry Institute of Technology or, you know, stuff like that. They, they have to sell their product, their product being seminarians. The church has to want them. Right. And so I think St. Louis is, it takes a, a rather broad approach to their product. They, they want their product to be as marketable as possible. And in order to be that marketable, they have to be comfortable with a variety of "quote unquote" worship forms. Among Which, them, I I mean, contemporological. Yeah, yeah. If if you can uh, can can take something and use it for the sacred and actually do it well, I I I'm not that concerned about it. But we had this whole conversation a couple episodes again ago. Again, again, whatever. What was the name of that group that we were listening Uh, to? Koine. Koine Music or Koine. I want to hire them out. Koine something or other. I want to hire them. Get them uh, them to come for higher things. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I think they'd be kind of interesting for higher things. Not not for worship. (gasps) Well, yeah, but see, that's the thing is is in these environments where where they're, this is worship, isn't it? I mean, we're playing sacred music. 
It's worship, right? So if you go to a Bach cantata, isn't that worship? Not necessarily. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, so, you know, but Nagel has assembled a kind of a collage here around the, the, the common thread is the name, the power of the name of Jesus. I love how everything becomes a verb, including Jesus himself. <laughs> he verbs everything. He Jesuses. <laughs> he does his Jesusing. Yes. <laughs> and he Jesuses the people. <laughs> that used to drive some of the props at the sem crazy. Yeah, whatever. You they know, just don't understand. The guys, the guys who, well, it created this kind of cult of Nagel, though. You know, people who sort of bent the language in all kinds of weird, right. cryptic ways that. He does his devouring. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fall into that once in a while. It, 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 anybody who spent a lot of time with Nagel can't yeah. help but slip off that, 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 slip down that slippery slope every once no, in a while. No, but, but in, in, and even saying he does his Jesusing, you know, you, you, you know what it means. Well, right. And you understand that Jesus is Yahshua. Yahshua means God saves. And so Jesus is doing his name among us. He's doing what his name says. He's right. saving us. Right, you know, right, so right, right. as shorthand, he's doing his Jesusing, right? <laughs> is that just basically the shorthand deal of that's, the whole thing? That's basically the shorthand yeah. deal of it. So, or, you know, we might say he's doing his Jesus thing. I guess there's that thing. Thing isn't really a good word. But his Yahshua thing. I don't like. Um, even more so. You know, I, I, why, don't we, why don't we hold off on the, the, uh, the Heidelberg disputation until next time? But, and I want to I I put on this Baptist pastor but, here. I, I, there's another sermon by Kanye. But I have this already. No, no, no. You'll have to save it. Oh, well. As long as it started. All right. Never mind. No, okay. There you go. <laughs> uh, North Carolina pastor Charles Worley. Chuckles. Chuckles Worley. Baptist. Did I emphasize the word Baptist? Hence or, the name Chuckles. As they say, of Providence Road Baptist, Baptist, Baptist Church. Baptist. In Maiden or Maiden or Maiden or Maiden or Maiden, North Carolina. I, NC stands for North Carolina, doesn't it? I thought it meant no class. No comment. Um <laughs> But this is an, a two-minute excerpt. Uh, got a lot of lot of play, lot of play on on YouTube, Facebook, and stuff. But this is his solution to gays and lesbians. Uh-oh. Our president getting up and saying that it was all right for two women to marry or two men to marry. I tell you right now, I was disappointed bad. <laughs> Uh, I was disappointed bad. As sorry as you can get, the Bible's again it, God's again it, I'm again it, and if you've got any sense, you're again it. Again it. Does that mean you do it again? I figured a way way to get rid of all lesbians and queers, Uh but I couldn't get it past the Congress. (laughs) Build a great, big, large... Fence, hundred fifty or a hundred miles for all the lesbians in there. Whoa. Fly over and drop some food. Do the same thing with the queers and the homosexuals. Queers and the homosexuals. And have that fence electrified. What's the, di- what's the difference between the two? Feed them. Uh, and you know what? Uh, in a wait, how come he's separating the lesbians from the queers and the you homosexuals? Know why they can't reproduce. Because. Uh, uh, Wait a minute. If a man ever has a young and praise God, he'll be the first one. <laughs> all of these. You can just well to amen. I'm going to preach a hell out of all of us. Amen. 
Hey, I, I tell you right now, somebody said, who are you going to vote for? I ain't going to vote for a baby killer and a homosexual lover. You said, did you mean to say that? You better believe I did. He's got a God raise coming mercy. his way. It makes me puking sick to think about. Bless you. I don't even know whether you ought to say this in the pulpit or not. He just did. Could you imagine kissing some man? Don't look at me like that, Swirla. <laughs> My God, I love you, fella. Whew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now, I think it's interesting to compare and contrast um, our friend, uh, Pastor Chuckles Warley, uh, with Norman Nagel. <laughs> well, how about this, though? Isn't the Lord good? Oh, the Lord is so good. Yeah, there. <laughs> Wasn't something how that just as I came on the air, this started just bellowing and boiling out of me? And that's something. See, you understood it, didn't you? <laughs> I think Warley needs that treatment. <laughs> he, he, what the heck this, is this guy this, talking about? This is the unnecessary, <laughs> unnecessary censorship of Christianity. So he wants to put the lesbians in one pen, an electrified pen. Uh-huh. And he wants to put the queers and the homosexuals, whatever the difference is, I've, I'm not quite sure, into another pen, drop food in there, and let them die out because they won't reproduce. Now, well, here's the funny thing, though. You notice how he has to separate the lesbians from the queers and the homosexuals. Now, if he put them all together, what if they did reproduce? I mean, they're capable of reproduction. <laughs> they, they, they are they, capable. They may not like it. They may not enjoy it. But they're capable of reproduction. And here's the other. Here's another thing. Think about this. So he says that would solve the lesbian and gay problem by letting them die out. Why don't they just die out now? I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Beyond Thunderdome, Thank Mad you. Max. Thank you very Two much. Enter, one yeah, man yeah, yeah, right. That's Isn't that what he's calling for? A little right. Thunderdome? Pretty much. Get Tina Turner out there in some chain mail and uh, But what he doesn't seem let to understand go. is that that that's already the case because they don't reproduce. <laughs> but you'll always have about one, two percent. I'm thinking there's something funny under his hood. Oh I'm I'm thinking anybody who preaches like that. You know, mm-mm, yeah, mm-mm. I, I, I've seen it before, Ma'am. and I'll see it again. I'm yeah, sure, it's, but it's come, the headlines yeah, are coming. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I once went to a church where there was a pastor, large Southern California mega church, oh. probably five, eight thousand members of this oh, church. Yeah. Oh yeah, preached every Sunday against sexual immorality. Yeah, every Sunday he was a big wig out at Biola University, yeah. and guess what? Ran him out of the ministry. There we go. <clears throat> Little. Improper touching of the parishioners mm-hmm. and whatnot. Notice how this guy is in a pulpit and he never mentions Jesus. 
And this is not the way Christians preach about sin anyway. <laughs> Squeal like a pig for me. <laughs> yeah, you know, there, there's... You know, th- this, 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 this YouTube illustrates why you cannot preach against specific sin. Even though he does a lousy job at it anyway. He's, he doesn't even talk about it as sin. He just talks about how to get rid of them. Well, how many homosexuals does he have in his congregation, yeah, I'm, I'm I gu- wonder. I'm yeah. guessing about 1%. Uh, yeah, or they just all went down to the Metropolitan Church uh, in the next town over. That's right. Or Elka. Uh, well, no. I mean, a, but, but, you know, you cannot be, you preach against sin with a capital S, which infects everything. And for which Christ became sin for us who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. And in this... That's what, he, that's what he's missing. That's why he's not Christian. That is not Christian preaching. That's just Baptist. And he declares those who hate him to be his friends. You know, this, this song would rescue the whole thing right there. Pretty much.